the world's tiniest boutiques with Collectin. Welcome to Girl Influence Power Podcast. I'm your host, Nadia Lee, entrepreneur, jewelry designer, CEO, and co-founder of Collectin, an app that lets you shop influencer and designer labels direct from the source. Thank you for tuning in live on CastBox. This episode is brought to you by Collectin, shop the world's tiniest boutiques in partnership with CastBox. Today, my guest is Marcy Simpson, a longtime friend and fellow woman leader. Marcy Simpson is the president and COO of Nycote Laboratories, a leader and trusted manufacturer in the aerospace and chemical industry sector, supplying giants like Boeing, Airbus, and Embraer. As president and CEO, Oh, COO, I did that again. She led her company to record growth, being the third generation family operator. As one of the few women in aerospace and industrial chemicals, Marcy is committed to bringing the industry together with broader partnerships among, amongst its members. Last year, Marcy was selected as the first woman president of Aerochemicals, a dynamic alliance of international industrial chemical specialists for the aerospace industry. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> to be here. It's, it's always nice to have a friend at the show. I know. <laughs> it makes it much easier and much more relaxing, but I actually had to do homework on you. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I know. I'm surprised. Yeah. So Marcy and I, we go way back to Vistage. We used to be members of the same Vistage group, which is like a CEO advisory bo- right. uh, board. Um, but anyway, Marcy is not the typical aerospace executive or operator, owner, CEO. You wear many hats. Well, as a small company, we all wear a lot of hats. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. We all know that. <laughs> we all know that. We do everything. We even clean the toilets sometimes. <laughs> I haven't done that. Oh, you haven't done that? (laughs) At home, maybe, but not in the office. (laughs) Oh, sometimes when it's all plugged up, when I used to be really, like, I had a really small office. Yeah, that was one of the things. Nobody wanted to do it, so, and I didn't. Oh, then you did it. (laughs) You do it, right? You don't have money for a custodian. (laughs) Anyway, Marcy's not at all stuffy or boring. She's definitely not your typical executive in aerospace. She has lots of passions, and she's very involved with her family and friends and passions. So we're going to dive right in because her business is very, very technical, (laughs) according to my husband, right? Uh, But it really is just, I think it's just a very, uh, a little bit intimidating industry because it's aerospace, it's chemical industrial sector, right? Because it has to deal Mm -hmm. with chemicals and it's heavy industry or how, how do we call that? And like... I no <laughs> chemical industry <laughs> chemical industry yeah <laughs> anyway so tell us about Nycote um, who started it and how long have you guys been around well the products have been around since the sixties mm-hmm. and um, in the seventies my grandfather uh, started uh, the office where we are today so he mm-hmm. purchased the formulas um, and set up shop in Mm -hmm. North Hollywood. Oh, nice. And so my uh, father actually was going to be a fireman. Ah. And my grandfather said, well, come work with me for one year. Give (laughs) me one year. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work out, because he was the entrepreneur Ah. and he was starting two companies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, If it doesn't work out, you can go back to this career choice. You can go back and be a fireman. Mm -hmm. But... um, my dad never left. Oh, that's yeah. nice. So it's in him all this time. He oh, just yeah. didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> Firefighting can wait. Sorry. Right. <laughs> and how did you get into it? 
Well, so in the beginning, I kind of fell into it. Mm-hmm. I um, have always held a job my um, mm-hmm. since I was 15. Right. And so I've learned from a lot of amazing leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was pregnant. I was married and pregnant at the time. And um, I kind of just wanted to be around family. Ah, and so okay. I had, I was in between jobs mm-hmm. and my dad said, come uh, work with us. Yeah. So um, I hung out in the, in the office mm-hmm. and kind of learned uh, the uh, order processing mm, yeah. and invoicing. Right. And over the years, he really just taught me how to run the company, oh, nice. including production mm-hmm. oh, of is, the wow. proprietary mm-hmm. formulas. Mm-hmm. And um, from there on, I, I've done years and years of shipping. I've mm-hmm. done every position. Oh, that's yeah. nice. So you know mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Yeah. But every business owner, if you really want to know the business, you got it. Just get in there and know everything. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you do. You really do. Yeah, my husband and I, we joke like, oh, even if everyone left, like if one day everyone just like left me and <laughs> we could we could still operate. <laughs> in fact, you just read my mind. I was thinking that I could run the whole company by myself because I have done that before. Right, right. But how important our employees are to right, us, they're right. just invaluable. Yes. And it's you know, I tell them that every day <laughs> because they, you could do everything, but you don't want to do everything. I need that. I know. I don't want to live in the office either. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, before I have children, maybe I would like work long hours, but nowadays you can't when you have a family and you have, yeah, m- multiple things you're obligated to. So tell us about what Night Code, like the products, because it took me a while to understand your products because it's so unique. Um, so can you tell Tell us a little bit about your product and why it's so special. Okay, so basically, um, Nycoat is a nylon polymer. So polymers are all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's water-based polymers, and um, you can pick up water-based polymers at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in aerospace, there are industrial coatings, mm-hmm. and um, Nycoat is in that um, realm and we basically are a nylon which everybody knows what nylon mm-hmm, is right. there's toothbrushes there's yes. mm-hmm. hosiery there's all kinds of things made out of nylon these days but um, back in the 60s a couple of chemists were able to um, basically merge a polymer and mm-hmm. a nylon together oh. and so it's just a really unique formula that mm-hmm. nobody else in the world has right and it's a coating that goes over the plane uh, or so certain parts of the plane? <laughs> it's certain parts of the plane. Okay. We're kind of a niche product. All right. And okay. um, it's just in small parts throughout the whole entire plane. Some right. exterior, some interior. Uh-huh. It just depends on which platform uh, okay. or which um, manufacturer. Uh, okay. All right. Um, and then it's it's to prevent it from corroding or? From corrosion, wear, mm-hmm. tear. Um, mm-hmm. You... You can even coat uh, products that are uh, used around um, heavy chemicals like the fuel. It's called SkyDraw. Uh-huh. Um, and then it, it just protects. It has a really long life and oh. it's flexible. Oh, nice. Okay. Now I'm getting more into the sales aspect. <laughs> yeah, but Stop me now. Yeah, but that's what is so special because it's a proprietary formula that's only available through Nycoat. So if you were right. you were building a plane for Boeing and you, you the, the Nycoat is 
written in the specs, right? Like you have to it use, is. yeah, you have yeah. to use your product yeah. in order to build that plane. Yeah. So that's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. So yeah, for every plane that you guys are on, uh, there's some Nyko in there. There. <laughs> For the majority of commercial yeah. aircraft, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Helping to keep us safe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so your father was the first one to, or I, well, your grandfather, but your first, your father's really involved in the business, right? So um, like when you got in, was it like, uh, did, did you get any opposition from your mom? Like, what are you doing in the family business? Or they just really wanted you to be in the family business. Yeah. <laughs> and they so, just tricked you into it. I know, right? They kind of yeah. did. They're like, come work for us. Yeah. Um, so my dad had two companies mm-hmm. at the time. He still does. And they were sharing the same building. Oh, okay. Um, at this point, they're in two different buildings. Right, right. But, um, he was a, he was just really focused on that other uh, so he wanted business. you to take one of the out of his hands someone he trusts it was kind <laughs> of like the one that nobody really cared about oh, and it okay. was just kind of lingering in the mm-hmm, background mm-hmm. but um i saw all of the specifications mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really historical documents right and mm-hmm. we still have them today they're really mm-hmm. cool um and they they had Nycote written in them, and they were ah. from big mm-hmm. um, aircraft manufacturers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I started to just kind of, by looking through our history, right. started to understand this is a really valuable product. Mm-hmm. And all the orders that came in right, every right. day, mm-hmm. nobody was selling it. So why ah. are these orders coming in right, from right. all over the world? Ah. Ah, right. What are they doing with it? Right, right. And um, how are they using it? Mm-hmm. I just started to kind of dive into what what was Nycote all about? Right. And it took a lot of years mm-hmm. to figure it out and to research. Ah. But we've done it and we're really growing. Ah, so you're really, you saw the potential for the business. Did, and yeah. And to take something that's existing and grow it, which is actually really hard in a family business. <laughs> yeah. I figured I might as well. Nobody else <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> that's really, really true. Because, you know, taking over a family business is actually the most difficult journey. Like if you talk to any family entrepreneurs that are passing down to their family and kids, um, it's the first thing that they fear is the transitioning will actually fail because it's such a burden on the next generation did you feel like there was like you know that burden when you took over or you just was excited <laughs> so it was more of I was taking a burden off of my dad's shoulders right because mm-hmm. he needed a person to uh, uh take over and run the company uh, at that time okay so when he years later moved his other company to a different location right we continued to operate out of that building uh-huh, and uh-huh. I ran it by myself at oh, that time. Okay. So it's really kind of your company now because it's, you've taken it under your wings and you just grew it to something your father never envisioned because this, this is all about your, your vision now, right? To grow it, is, it is. Yeah. But what's great about my uh, father is that he's just so supportive mm-hmm. of uh, my vision over the years, right, whether it right. changes or stays the yeah, same. Yeah. He, um, 
you know, he, he basically says, go for it. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he basically just took something in the family and you've become the new entrepreneur and taking it to new heights. So that's nice. It's just so much fun. And you have very supportive parents. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're really great. So you actually yeah. don't have a lot of the problems that family businesses have, which is a lot of, you know, <laughs> yeah. just a lot of headaches because parents will tell you, hey, I don't like the way you're running it because this is how I've been running it forever. But you don't have that issue no but i've heard about those situations <laughs> but do you <laughs> ever very grateful <laughs> do you ever tell your dad like uh you know what you're saying is not really you know correct or pertinent anymore in this business now i think we've had those conversations mm -hmm. here and there but he's really aware mm -hmm. that he doesn't want to be in that place uh, because his okay. father was like that ah right he was right. what you're describing right, my dad right. had to um, basically do what his father wanted him to do. Ah, right, right. So that he makes never sense. retired. Oh, that's that's right. <laughs> that makes sense now. That's so he's why you're very conscientious right. about um, just taking a step back mm -hmm. and letting the younger generations right, right. make decisions. Wow, you're really lucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, how do you, what about the staff? Do you run into resistance when you come in and it's, an, you know, staff that's been there for a long time or, you know, how, how do you go about making changes? So it was a good transition because like I said, he moved that other company out of the building. Mm -hmm. So I was really working by myself right. in our current location for a number of years. Uh -huh. And we had some support staff at the other building. Right. But, um, we only just had one employee come back as we began to grow mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was fine. I was, oh, okay. I was able to work with him very well and all of our other employees mm -hmm. have since been hired. Oh, okay. That's great. And so they've <laughs> been there for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. it's all your, your crew now. It is. <laughs> that's nice. Now, would you pass it to your own kids? I wouldn't mind passing it to my own kids. Yeah. But so, I want them to do what yeah. they want to do. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you kind of coerce them into like, hey, come work for me in the summer? <laughs> First? I already do that. Oh, really? <laughs> my son loves working at NICO. Yeah, because that's how you get them in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, hey, you're not doing anything for the summer. <laughs> Getting it. Well, he likes, job. he likes to get that paycheck. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. That, that's nice. That's nice. Okay. All right. So um, every leader is very different. Um, what, is, what do you think is your leadership style? in managing your company? I think I try to be fair with mm -hmm. everybody and nurturing. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I try to be honest right, with right. them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I sugarcoat things. <laughs> I don't like to be the bearer of bad news. Right. But um, as women, I think we manage differently. We're not so... For me, I'm not so direct right. as I've seen a lot of uh, managers who are male but but that's how we are, we're more nurturing and yeah. I think I think we actually do better <laughs> because it's not as like you know it's not as harsh when we deliver a message 
I always feel like men, I don't know if this, this is maybe some men, I don't want to overgeneralize, no, no. but they just, they, they just come right up and tell you what it is to your face without thinking how it, that's going to affect you emotionally. You True. Like, yeah. But women, we're always very cautious. Like we think about, okay, if we deliver this message, how the, how is the other person going to feel? We're more empathetic about the emotions that may be involved or how the room is going to feel when we deliver this message. Right. So we think a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's important to, um, have a lot of positivity and mm-hmm. kindness ah, in right. the workplace. Right. Right. So I okay. try, <laughs> try to support that. Yeah. So what kind of culture you built in your company? Um, we have an amazing culture. Mm-hmm. Everybody gives 200% every oh, day. That's nice. And they all really believe in uh, the values of the company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just were committed to um, delivering a product that's right. a quality product mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and being honest right. mm-hmm. about our limitations mm-hmm. um, in order to just be a better company and treat our, treat our customers well. Right, right. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go on a quick break and we'll be right back. Now you can try before you buy on Collectin. Introducing Experience, the new way to shop jewelry. Flaunt your style and express your creativity with Experience. Get it today, only on Collectin. Welcome back. We're here with Marcy Simpson of Nyco Laboratories, locally here in California, in Southern California, in North Hollywood of all places. Yes. <laughs> Fancy. Well, we've been there since the yeah. 70s. <laughs> I know, but you know, now they, they say North Hollywood is like the no-ho. No-ho. Yeah, hashtag yeah. no-ho. Right. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about your leadership and um, you being the president and COO of Nightcoat. Now, um, are you ever afraid of taking on new projects or a new product line and fear that it may impact your business? No, I'm ah, not. I like, <laughs> I'm a, a risk taker. <laughs> that's good. No, because I think we have to. Yeah. I'm open to new ideas and taking risks. However, mm-hmm. I will admit that um, I think I do a lot of research mm-hmm. and I reach out to advisors, people who I trust, right, right. to discuss making a move or taking on a new product. Right, right. Um, before I'd make a move. Right. Well, that's true yeah. because you, we have to as leaders. Yeah. Sometimes it's a lonely position being at top. So having someone to talk to, it's very important. Definitely. Do you read management books? I really don't. <laughs> me neither. I don't find worry. them really boring. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I try to do the audiobooks, but even that's hard. I, I know. So yeah. I end up just you know, going off to another place and going, okay, let's turn on music now (laughs) while you're like driving, listening to an Mm -hmm. audio book. So how do you like to learn about like new technologies or new new things that's out there? Well, I, um, do a lot of, uh, Social media. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Yeah, I that's think true. Social media has right. the information you need. That, that's true. Um, and then just being out in the community, right. in the aerospace community. That's true. Um, you're big on LinkedIn, right? 
I am because I think that the majority of our community right. are on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because your, your social media approach is very different for aerospace. Yeah, it's not like you're going to be on Instagram <laughs> yeah. posting pictures of your product. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, but you can do that personally, but yeah. <laughs> I know, and I totally do. I have like the mom Instagram <laughs> account, and then uh, the LinkedIn account is more professional. Professional, right. But um you know, Twitter's great too. Oh, for that's our true. Industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So, how do you use Twitter? Like, when you use it for your company? So we just put the same posts that we put on LinkedIn. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, because everyone uses it differently. Like, I do troubleshooting on Twitter. So, oh, like, if okay. people like you know have problems with our app or something like that, they can go on Twitter and we'll post like live, like hey, its app is down for a couple hours or it's having a bug. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's more like a bullhorn, I guess. You know? Yeah. But anyway, that's how we use it but i know everyone uses it differently so <laughs> yeah. right we don't have uh, quality issues yeah, that's true <laughs> you better not <laughs> yeah. that's good um is there is there um problems attracting like new new hires or uh like into a family business because you know how people sometimes they'll tell you oh family business it's all about uh, the owner and their family and I'll never be able to work my way up to the top because it's always the family at the top. I mean, what, what's your experience in terms of hiring? So over the years, we've attracted people who are tired of working for big companies ah. and um, they wanted to be a part of a small group of people who work as a team. Right. So... Uh, you know, I've had a really good experience. So they don't mind, talent. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like a family, so it's close. Yeah. Yeah. And just recently we hired somebody who, um, you know, we we sought out a certain personality. Mm-hmm. And um, gosh, I don't know if he accepted the offer yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, if you're listening, you better. <laughs> Marcy, you're a great boss. <laughs> yes. So um, now... Is it difficult to be a woman in aerospace and chemical, or do you even feel the difference? Well, there's definitely a difference for women in aerospace, mm-hmm. um, in, in the field of space. And um, I just was at an, ev- an event yesterday right. for space. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to use this example. There was a right. young girl who, you know, I, I believe she has her PhD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was extremely, extremely qualified right. to be um, a part of this event. And she was pitching her mm-hmm. new innovation. Right. She was the only woman during mm-hmm. the whole entire day. Really? For the entire pitch day? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she was fabulous. Mm-hmm. She brought a totally different um, energy mm-hmm. to the room. Right. And even though lunch was mm-hmm. right after right and everybody was looking forward to lunch right they were just intrigued about what she was present uh, presenting because uh-huh. she had a good product right, but also right. because she had a lot of energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um she had something special to tell them right right and in a different way than mm-hmm. all the other presenters had done ah, okay. so i think that being a woman in aerospace can be a really positive experience right although i have heard um, some women say they've had some bad experiences. Right, right. I haven't. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think I, I've been um, surrounded by a lot of really gracious, supportive men. Right. And, um, 
you know, just had some good experiences. And that's true. I think, and also you're very confident. So, you know, you know your stuff. Um, I think that helps, right? Because I'm not always confident. <laughs> well, nobody knows that. <laughs> At least you put on a confident yeah, show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's important. Because I think the number one thing women do is like we start to question ourselves, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, um, I'm, yeah, especially if you're in a room full of men. Um, that's something very easy to, <laughs> to and do. Yes, I find myself in a room full of men very often. Uh, but I don't I don't think we should view people as uh, gender-based. Right, we need right. to view people as human beings. They have their in- own insecurities, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like I do. Right. And so I go and seek out people who are open. You can right. tell if somebody's open and that's willing true. to talk. That's true. And, you know, ask them just human questions, right. personal questions, <laughs> and then true. talk about business. That's true. That's true. And you're a big supporter of women in STEM, right? Um, that's kind of like your little passion. Yeah, I try to be. I always <laughs> take opportunities mm-hmm. to um, speak to women when I can. And um, I think it's important for us to mm-hmm. give opportunities, right. especially for young women, right, to know right. that they can fill some of those jobs in the future. That's true. Yeah, because I was actually recently at an economic forum. It was kind of boring, but it was at... <laughs> <laughs> It was like, like I don't know, Long Beach area economic forum. But they actually had a little side panel about aerospace and pitching about not just aerospace, about all the space programs that's happening right yeah, now. There's a lot. Yeah. And there was actually like one professor, she was a woman. And I was like, wow. You know, and yeah. she was dressed really nice and she was young and she's got her PhD. And yeah. you know, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. It's really cool because you do see a lot of women who are proud about being feminine. Right, right. And they like makeup right. and they mm-hmm. like to do their hair. Right. And they're, they're in STEM positions. Right, right, and exactly. they are leaders mm-hmm. in um, JPL right, and SpaceX. Right, right. And, yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's that's amazing. To, it, that's why it's fun to be out there in this mm-hmm, community mm-hmm. and just talking to people and getting to know. Right. Do you yeah. want your kids to be in STEM or? Oh, well, I would love that. <laughs> they sure hear a lot about it. But um, I think my daughter wants to be a therapist. Oh, okay. <laughs> then they might change their mind yeah, when they grow knows? old. You never know. <laughs> They're still young. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter wants to be a dolphin trainer. <laughs> oh, how cute. Yeah, but she's been very persistent since she's two. So, well, oh, no. okay. <laughs> well, then she's definitely going for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, is there any female role model that you look up to when you're growing up? Well, I think my mom was a very good role model. She was always very strong Mm -hmm. and caring and loving. And you know what? She worked hard. Mm. She she was a stay at home mom, which I believe is the hardest job. (laughs) Actually, I agree with you. (laughs) So she um, she did a great job with all. Three girls. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> is there a lot of drama? A lot of drama. <laughs> three girls. Wow, that is yeah. a lot of drama. <laughs> I thought one girl was a lot of drama. No. With three, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Actually, being a mom is really tough. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're a mom and also an executive. So how do you balance that? Like your normal work day. I think it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have to make choices uh-huh. and um i don't often go to the baseball games my uh. Uh, my husband does <laughs> um but 
It's okay because right, I think right. it's really important for kids to see their mother mm-hmm. working and being successful right. and balancing, you know, balancing life. Right, right, right. But you try to make to some of the events that are important. Oh, no. I I do kid stuff all day long. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's... Um, it's not like a stay-at-home mom that you, where you can be at every, every event. Game. Right, you yeah. pick and choose. Yeah. No, I agree you with pick you. And choose. Yeah, because you have to have a partner who can help you out with that. Yeah, yeah. whether it's a good, you know, good husband or a good nanny, right. <laughs> yeah, which is really important, <laughs> especially nannies. Yeah, <laughs> when you have shout out children. for your nanny. Yes. Nadia. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's tough. Um, anyway, do you guys talk about? work between you and your husband at at dinner tables or I mean well not typically because my husband's an attorney right and so he does um something completely different but he does do my documents mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. and so then he'll um ask a lot of questions and we'll talk uh, about it okay but at the dinner table not really no you won't bounce We're, off any stress or problems at work with him no not really no? we <laughs> just talk, you know talk about the kids okay they, that's good <laughs> Well, that's nice. Now, for all the people out there, um, just a little recap. Nyko makes some of the coolest, um, well, I guess cool in my sense because I couldn't really understand it, but um, it's like coatings for the aerospace industry. And it's something that's been in the family that's proprietary for many generations. And now you have a new, as, you know, as president, you have new products that you've created that you can call your own. So tell us about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about it. So a few years ago, we um, identified that some of the chemicals in our legacy products mm-hmm. uh, really should be updated. Ah, okay. Because they'd been created in the 60s. Oh, so, okay. Um, and, you know, most people out there these days know what VOCs are mm-hmm. because you hear about that about when you go to buy paint. Ah, right, right, right. So you, if you're going to buy paint for your house, you mm-hmm. would say, I want one with no VOCs. Ah, right. So right. industrial coatings have mm-hmm. VOCs. So ah. one of our... Um, one of our goals was to lower the VOCs oh, okay. to make it more user friendly for right. people who are putting it on aircraft. Right, right. So uh, it turns out it mm-hmm. was a lot harder mm-hmm. to reformulate. Oh, really? Then versus just going and creating a new product. Ah, but okay. I kept pushing mm-hmm. and kept pushing because right. I knew we needed to reinvent the wheel. Right. We right. needed to have a future for this technology right, right. and for this uh, company. Right. So it took a number of years, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now we do have it. Oh, and wow. It's Congrats. It's been in testing for mm-hmm. the last uh, year and a half, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. I'm really oh. proud of it. So is it just for aerospace, or can you do it for other commercial use? It's for all different industries. Oh, nice. In- industrial. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're going to go venture out of aerospace <laughs> into are. all other applications yeah. that's we, exciting yeah we have an application being tested in oil and gas uh-huh. and um gosh what else i don't the auto industry right right oh that's nice yeah. oh cool you're gonna be expanding everywhere well i'd like to I'm <laughs> it's really... not gonna be a small business it's gonna yeah. be a huge business <laughs> well, that's where we all want our business to go <laughs> yeah well, it's just fun to keep going and right growing. right right now do you feel like there's like a legacy issue that you have to upkeep even though um you're creating new products updating the company and going the direction that you want to go um, what's your take on that? So it's an interesting question because our products are part of the legacy mm-hmm. and 
those products need to be respected and cared for right. because they're written into specifications. Right, right. And uh, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. they're used on almost every commercial aircraft. Mm-hmm. And so they, they help to keep the plane safe. Right, right. So um, we need to continue making those mm-hmm. and make sure that mm-hmm. the chemicals are available to to create those formulas. Right, right. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like updating the product for the times too it is. as well, yeah. right? Yeah. Like in the jewelry business, I can only relate in the jewelry business <laughs> from that. But, you know, actually, Swarovski, because, you know, crystals have lead. But, you know, now oh, we have yeah. all this like non-lead or, you know, like lead legislation here in California. Definitely. So Sharovsky actually went in and tried to make a crystal that doesn't have lead. And they actually have the only, like, I think, lead-free crystal around. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which is really interesting. I yeah. mean, I, I've never used it, but, <laughs> you know, um, because I don't think, no, not a lot of people know about it. Because it's, it's I think new products need a lot of um, promotion and marketing. Definitely. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you think? you're gonna do that like in terms of marketing and promoting it (laughs) we've never put out a new product before wow that's gonna be a huge challenge it is and it has been Mm -hmm. but um we've had a a a lot of great feedback Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so we just keep i was telling you earlier Mm -hmm. we are traveling a lot more this year Uh because we are trying to get the word out that we do have a new product. Right, right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Congrats. If you have any other advice, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, we're always just figuring out because as business owners, you're just every day, there's always something new and something you have to try. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm actually all into like social media nowadays. So, (laughs) Well, that's what we've been doing is putting it out on social media. Yeah, on social media, um, on podcast, on videos, Mm -hmm. um, um, and I've noticed that videos is a big thing now, too. Yeah, we're doing that next week. Good. Excited about it. <laughs> and you should probably go out and talk a little bit more about it, too. Like, you know, go out to all those very um, intelligent conferences that you go to <laughs> to help get the word out. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's kind of jump back a little bit to just kind of women and women in business and women being mom and being in business. Um, so what do you think are some of the myths people have about women in business who are also moms um that really isn't true like you know well what do you think one of them is well i think people think that we just neglect our kids (laughs) i hope not right yeah well so i once read how uh, and i can't remember what the percentage or, or what the data was on it but um how important it was for young kids to see their moms working. Right, right. And um, how, uh, what an impact that that made on them mm-hmm. as professionals as they grew up. Right, right. And that really connected with me mm-hmm. because I think when my kids were younger, yeah. I might have believed something like right, that right, if right. I heard somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or sometimes with women it's more right. of like a look that they yeah. give you like oh <laughs> you have to go to work right 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 <laughs> but here's the thing is that I learned really early on as early on as a mother right. uh-huh. I think all women need to make that choice whether they're going to stay home and mm-hmm. take care of their children or go back to work right if right. they if they can make that choice right because I don't think it's just one answer for everybody. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because you you gotta kind of find the way that works for you. That yeah. makes that. I mean, how 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 do you do your work balance? Do you 
do you do like Saturdays with the kids or, you know, like, do you have a certain kind of a formula that you use? Well, so I, I drive my son to school every morning Mm -hmm. and I really enjoy that time with him. Right. And then if I need to leave the office for a play, which Mm -hmm. I did this week, I I left the office and went to his play. Mm -hmm. And then, um, our office opens up very early Mm -hmm. because we're in California Uh, and the time difference uh, with our European uh, uh, friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So we open up at 630 and we close at four. Oh, that's nice. So I don't stay late. Ah, that's nice. I'll go home. I make dinner every night. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if I need to work, I will. You make dinner too? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I cook all the time. <laughs> you enjoy cooking? I do. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I was like, I enjoy cooking, but I don't get to cook. <laughs> but you're like right. It. You're, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's nice. It's calming. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now I try to do it on a Sunday, but it's oh, hard. There you go. <laughs> then how, how late do you stay up then? Oh, gosh. I go to bed like at 8.30. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not very late. I wake up very early. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess we have a very early start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see. All right. That's good. Now, if you're going to give some advice to some women out there who are also, you know, pondering about balancing work and life or going out there to be a working mother, what, what advice would you give them? To just go for it. Because if you're, if you have a career and you're waiting to have children, you're never going to be ready. Right. That's true. you know, if you want to have children, then do it. If you want to have a career, do that too. Right. That's true. As women, I see, I'm thinking about all these women that I've Mm -hmm. known over the years that um, I had a friend who who was pregnant Mm -hmm. and about to give birth Mm -hmm. while she was taking the bar. Oh, wow. Yes. (gasps) And I just... I think it's important to right. use those women as mm-hmm. examples that we we can really do anything we want. That's true. We endure a if lot of pain. Set, yeah. <laughs> if you set your mind to it, just go for it. That's true. That's yeah. true. I think women just just can jungle a lot more things and we're more tolerant of pain <laughs> and suffering. <laughs> I've learned that recently. <laughs> I agree, but don't tell my husband. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um any advice you would give yourself in terms of do-overs or, you know, could have done better or anything like that? Yeah. You know, I wish I would have um, went to engineering school. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So you're, oh, wait, you're fine arts. I have a fine arts degree. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but I think that I grew up in a time mm-hmm. where, um, even though my parents were very supportive, right? I don't remember receiving a lot of messages of go to university, Uh, be uh an engineer, here's jobs in STEM. Uh That wasn't really talked about in my family. I think not at all. I think maybe even discouraged, right, for women? Maybe. You know, maybe it was unsaid, but nobody talked about it. So I just, you know, kind of went to uh, college and Mm -hmm. kept pushing through. It took me a little longer than Mm -hmm. most people, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I never gave up. That's the important part. That's true. That's right. (laughs) That's very important, actually, because I think if you want to be a business owner, you can't ever give up. Yeah. When you run into roadblocks, you can't give up. Because there's always roadblocks. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I I think you'll be bored if there isn't roadblocks. Right. And I think giving yourself the freedom to make changes Mm -hmm. and go in a different direction is okay. Yeah, that's true. 
Yep. You've and, done that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a second big project or company that yeah. I'm working on. Oh, You've done a great James. job with that. Oh, that's this big headache. I'm doing a <laughs> podcast now, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's so nice to get to hear more about you as, yeah. you know, as as more of a, as a leader, as, as the person you are. Because sometimes when you sit behind a company as the leader of the company, you just imagine this personality that's very, um, a, you know, far away or very distant mm-hmm. um, and hard to be able to connect and relate with you. And I think the great thing about Marcy is so easy to, <laughs> to chat up and then just oh, have a conversation with you. Uh, thank you, Marcy, for joining us today and sharing your amazing stories. You're thank an you inspira- for <laughs> inspiration for women oh, starting out, nice. especially in the world of aerospace, um, industrial chemicals and family business, which yes. is also very, very hard. Um, so for all of you out there who haven't followed Marcy, um, you could on Instagram, but it's actually her personal account. So I'll probably uh, share it if she wants to share it. But other than that, you can follow her Thank company, Nightcoat, on LinkedIn um, and wherever in social media is available, uh, also on Twitter. And if you enjoy our podcast today, please subscribe to our podcast and check out our videos on our website, girlinfluencepower.com or on Collectin's YouTube channel. There you have it, Marcy Simpson. Thank you, Nadia. <laughs> it was this fun. Was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. All right, your first podcast. All right, great. many more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for tuning in live today at Girl Influence Power brought to you in partnership with Collectin and CastBox. Bye.